Previously on 60 Days In. I think we see for us what this show could be. Episodes like this really change what we see. Right. Yeah, I mean, you know, I was telling person I'm staying with here about that show because she had never seen it and I was thinking you know she might actually like that show seeing stuff like this happening Mm -hmm. because it's so useful and it applies to lots of situations when you start thinking about it you know what can I do what's my role how can I change a situation for somebody or steer them in the right direction I'm Steve. And I'm Kelly. And this is Coupled with Chaos. 60 Days In. Here we got a double episode. Season 7, episode 11 and 12 of, what are we going to call this? They called it the aftermath. I want to call it a tell-all because it resembled more of a Uh 90-day format. Yes, and it did um, Real Housewives of a Reunion. And this thing, they, they recorded it even before... The show even aired. Right. It was interesting so. watching them watch clips of themselves. Yeah. The I mean, it turned out to be, I'll, and you saw even the sheriff say the same thing. It was almost childish between yeah. Chucky really? right, and Carlos. Yeah. yeah. It really showed who they are and they showed the difference between the two of them and the rest of the cast. Yes, absolutely. Stark there contrast. A, there was no doubt about it. I think if you ask Carlos, he would say that he showed himself well. Uh huh. He would say that. Of course. When actually the two of them both look extremely immature, like uh, chest puffing teenagers fighting over a girl. Yeah, it, it came to me after. I think we had um, watched it separately, but somehow in the evening for the first time, we had joined each other for the first time. I don't know, maybe in, in weeks, Couple weeks. Yeah. Just, because, just because of COVID. But it yeah. came up to me that I think Carlos from the start was always, once he saw Chucky, he saw Chucky as the alpha, right? Chase, whatever uh-huh. you want to call it. Right, because he's popular and known. Saw him as the alpha and needed to run him off. Yeah, he didn't want him to be the the most... Uh, remembered person from the show. Sure. He couldn't have that because it's not in his personality to do that. If right. Chucky would have stayed, they would have clashed the entire time. I'm sure. And it they would have been a disaster because they'd have ended up revealing each other. Yeah, it would have just been, well, you know, they would have been like inmates. They'd have both gotten two of the cast members would have gotten <laughs> charges for fighting each other. Yeah. Like, hey, you great. know what? The two of you got to stay away. They would have had to have put him in another pod, I guess. But but maybe the plan all along was that all the cast members would be in the same pod for filming mm-hmm. purposes. Mm-hmm. You probably have to set up less stuff if you do that. I thought that Soledad O'Brien was an interesting choice for this. Yeah, I was surprised. You remember her from... Yeah. I mean, she started, she was the first anchor of MSNBC. Yeah. She's kind of been around a while. Um, I kind of went, oh, interesting, when they introduced her at the beginning. She got a little testy with the fellas, didn't she? Well, who wouldn't? I mean, she asked them professionally, I don't know how many times, to stop. Then the producers in the background are yelling for them to stop. 
Then she finally goes, hey, shut up. <laughs> yeah, and those are ugly words, right? And yeah. you can see even at a point where I think Carlos got a little um, felt disrespected uh -huh. by being told to shut up. Yeah, and he's like, no, I'll say what I want to say. And she's like, no, you won't. He's like, yes, I will. <laughs> and then the producers are like, stop. <laughs> it was pretty I mean, bad. I mean, I guess it makes <clears throat> for decent TV, right? Because it's dramatic. But I took it from from watching that part of the scene. I took it as not just him feeling disrespect, disrespected, but being spoken to that way by a woman, I thought mm, was part I of it. I wonder. So, you know, I kind of thought about that, and I, I paid attention to Chucky talking to the other ladies. And okay. I was surprised how respectful he was, he was. to yes. Tiffany and to Rose and yes. to Lynn. He was respectful to all of them. His was. tone was very was different. different. Yep. It was the, it, and so it made me even think of more of it being an alpha male type yes. of thing that it was going to be. Right. Um, I think it made the whole scenario Darius and. and it personified uh, everyone. What you thought about them after seeing the series is you just, it solidified it here. It yeah. Just, you know, really put it under a microscope of, yes, this is, this was what I thought of these people. Yeah. I think Carlos shows well. And like when it's over, you'd go, well, Carlos seemed impressive or well-spoken or presentable. But then when you saw him in his true light, right. like when he felt disrespected, right. You saw. And, and when they flash back to the scenes where, uh, where Nick. Chucky called him out for uh, treating Nick the way that he did. He just got through repeating to everyone in the room that he was trying to mentor younger people and encourage nice. them and inspire them. And then no sooner had he said those words, Chucky called him out right then. Well, that's why you use Nick as a pawn, right? Because you told me that he was worthless and not worth my time. But Chucky hadn't even seen the show yet. Uh-huh. Right? You wonder if maybe... Well, that, he saw um, stuff even while he was in the pod. You know, right. He so he, he would have he actually had to have seen that kind of stuff. Right. Exactly. But he wasn't in there very long. Right. That so means he, he did it from the beginning. He picked up on it so quickly. Yeah. And, you know, they showed the clips. They played the clips there of him saying he'll use who he has to use. Right. If you're going to be a pawn, then I'll use you as a pawn. Right. It was just crappy. It, and it made him look crappy. Yeah. But because he is see, crappy. Well, I mean, you saw the other cast members. Nobody really ever, I would say, I don't want to say attacked him, but nobody ever. Darius was probably the one who could have gone, hey, look, you know, this wasn't so cool yeah. what you did. I was really surprised that Darius was backing Carlos up so often. That surprise me well i think maybe darius i think he's a passive or at least now is a passive friendly person and probably you see him kind of have some confrontations there in the pod but i think he is a a peaceful guy yeah and so he would want to be friends right i think you feel like a kinship 
you went through, I know it's not military. I mean, I was in the military, obviously, so I'm not trying to equate it to being through a war, but you went through this little battle together. So no matter what, you could be Marines. Yeah, you could be Marines and you hated each other when you were storming the beach. But when it's all over and you won, you kind of forget about what happened and it's over and it would be like a class reunion and people forget about, I don't know, the three or four years. <laughs> Their of rivalries. Yeah. And you just kind of get past it or I guess maybe you don't, you know. <laughs> so you saw Darius break down and cry. Yeah. And um, obviously everybody I else get teary eyed. It tore you up a bit. right? Yeah. You see that you saw it from Rose. You saw it from Tiffany. You saw it from Darius. And like I said, they just, it made them, it made them stand out. And I hate so much that the show got dominated by yeah. Carlos and Chucky. Wasted, essentially. It really was. I, I think it really was a good decision to do it the way they did it. Yeah. And you're going to get Carlos and you're going to get Chucky, but you're also going to get these other three that had some influence on some people. Yeah. I found it interesting. The, even the men saw it when they played the videos back of the, the quarantine portion that really the women had a much more challenging time. They did. It's their, from start to finish. It's the design of the pod. And in addition to that, it was the women participants who impacted their fellow inmates so significantly multiple at a time, not just, I'm going to help this one person. I'm going to focus on this one person, but the pod as a whole, they had so much influence on each other in such a positive way. And I thought that really stood out when you compared each of their stories. Yeah. It's the character of the person. And I think we've talked about it so much and we kind of have some now some personal experience in this (laughs) because you can see how good people make bad decisions. Right. And and just because you've made a bad decision, it's kind of what 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 um, Trinity, I think I called her Tiffany. That's what Trinity had. That's what she had said. Right. Is that in her right. little thing is that I don't want to be. She said something that was look, she's the queen of phrases. Yeah. She like, said my mess has turned yes, into a message. Yes. And I went, wow, that's a great catchphrase. That's exactly where I was going. And I yeah. didn't remember what it was. I knew it had something to do with her mess. Yeah. But, I'm like, you know what? She is is just on point. And yeah. you see people like that and you go, you know, you, you just need a boost, right? Yeah. Sometimes you just need somebody to be on your side. Right. And and you don't know if if she had any impact on anybody in that pod that lasted much longer. But you never know who the next person is. You know, I think everybody wants immediate results. Um, we t- kind of talked about where like Deshaun was currently. We talked about that, I think, during the last episode. That, that I felt he- bad at the end when um, they told everybody that he had been seen with his mom and had gone back home because that wasn't actually the end of his story. He went back to jail. So I wish that Darius knew that at that point. What we do know is his mom threw him out. Right. And and then he didn't appear at his court date and then got picked up. Because he was homeless. Yeah. So, and it just shows even something good like the fellas trying to pick up his bail. You see how that turned into a negative situation. 
It just turned into a, a bad situation and they didn't yeah. mean anything. And you, they can have all the great intentions in the world, but it, it turns so quickly. Yeah. And, and it's so, it's so tough for him. So it's just difficult, right? Yeah. You know, when his mom said she wasn't going to allow them to post his bail because she didn't want him to come home. She wanted him to suffer the consequences in jail. That seems so harsh. Because he's just a kid, and honestly, he seems like a kid who's not quite all there. And and Carlos has said something similar that there are some issues with him, uh-huh. um, emotionally, or mm-hmm. I don't want to mental know health it, or something. Yes. Mm-hmm. And and so, what did you think about uh, the sheriff's responses to everybody so on the stage? I think he played himself a little better. His he body did. language, I don't know if you've noticed, but when people were bringing issues up to yeah, him. Yeah, he, he gets was, real defensive posture. His arms were crossed and he was yeah. sitting back and that was, he I He kind of goes, hmm, with his facial expressions. Well, and you notice even, even Chucky's, you know, when he's talking to him, he leans at him and he kind of, you know, leans towards Engaging. him. Uh-huh. And he's a bit aggressive. Yeah. Right? I do think of all the points that the men brought up that he had the, he had the best points, right? Uh-huh. His point, he talked about having a haircut and having a shave and yeah. having things that, so you could Good have, food and nutrition. Yeah. And you could have, and I get that it's not the, the Hyatt and it's not hotel and it's a nice And nobody was trying to say that it was. That, no. that really, that response really ticked me off. Because nobody was trying to say that they deserved four-course meal. But let's get down to basics at least. Don't you think if you went around to, I don't know, local churches or you went around to wherever that you couldn't get a regular flow of toiletries into the place? Oh, I'm sure. Donated. You say, hey, look, we have our inmate population and you know what? Financially, we're suffering. Sure, I've been in the bin stores and seen gigantic boxes of um, little travel size shampoos or body wash or whatever like you'd have at a hotel for like four bucks. And I thought to myself, you know, I wish I knew someplace I could donate that to. You but know, think about stuff like Somebody that. Somebody could use that. Maybe that's stuff you can do. Maybe there's a way to do that. I, I, I don't know, but I don't know if it would get to the right people. But if you think about it... Um, that would that would I think come in handy. I don't know that they would use it, but it's just a way to it's just a way to do something. You never know how you can help. So, I mean, just from what we know, you know, people that we have been around that have been in that situation, and how blankets and they talked about the towels and you know, this is just one jail. This has to be everywhere. This They're has nasty to be- sheets and. Dirty clothes. and I, It's shocking the how little hygienic supplies they had. Just how disgusting their living conditions were. And I think really you find were. more often than not that it would almost be a self-running society if you could get them the stuff that they needed. You'd right. Like, like you saw them cleaning up the pee and poop. Why was that sure. their job? A janitor should be in there doing that. It irked me that they even had to clean that up, much less do it with water. <laughs> right. So if you know they're willing to do that. Nobody wants I mean, to live you, in that. 
if you've got, I don't know, let's just say there were 60 people in that space where that was, mm-hmm. you can't tell me that a group of them wouldn't get together to help keep the place clean. Sure. It would, it would almost run itself. It's, it's like Carlos saying, and even Darius kind of said, well, when Carlos left, things went bad. Well, guess what? Carlos, this is me. I'm now getting on my soapbox. If Carlos didn't assume responsibility, somebody else would have. What Uh Carlos should have done if he wanted to help was to find a way to get somebody else in charge that was going to be there for a long period of time, knowing full well that he was going to leave in six weeks or whatever that was going to turn out to be or eight weeks after he finally got in there. That's what he should have done. Help create, you know what you do? You go in there and you create a board. You create a government in there. You create a pool of six inmates. And you know what? Decisions are made by the inmates. One person doesn't have the authority to throw it Right, like a council of people. Yes, and you'd set it up. And so if one of the people on the council go, they select. They get replaced, right. Right, and so you could set up almost a system of government inside of there. And it it wouldn't be one pod boss. It would be right. It was like when they were all taking votes about stuff. Yep. You know, deciding well how how should we pay back this bet we made that didn't get to finish. Yep. You know, yeah, they took a poll, so everybody was involved in the decision, and then nobody was mad. And then you get this group of six people that could bring issues up to the guards. Right. You could set some kind of cleaning. There are things you could do that are more productive than mob rule or Carlos rule. Exactly. Sure. Would there be some level of probably corruption in it? Resistance. Yeah, I'm sure there would be. By somebody. All governments have that. But those are things that you could do that would be, look, you guys have a bigger voice if a group of you can get together and say you have 20 things you want to change. Well, guess what? You're not going to change 20 things. Right. So pick the top two. Yes. And each week, let's bring these things up. This would be helpful to everybody. And so that's the stuff they could have done instead of trading drugs for a cinema. Right. That would have been helpful. Right. Let's set up a a council. Right. It's kind of like, you know, what Darius was saying about like bringing educational uh, sessions and information to the inmates so that they can start to think about doing more productive things with their lives. You know, they're mm. just, they're, like he said, they're doing a lot of just wasting time in there. It could be geared toward, you have their full attention. It could be geared towards something more productive that would change their outcome. Mm. And, the, and the prison system there is just not investing in that. I saw a genuine lack of books. Now I know that people don't read, but if you're in quarantine for two weeks in a cell, (laughs) you'd read. Right, because reading is a means of escape. It gets you out of your present circumstances. Yeah, even if it isn't for a couple of hours. Right. So there's things, and maybe it's available to them and they just don't do it. I can also see that being the case. But there are just so many things you could do. I mean, I hate to just harp on Carlos, but, you know, you saw that this whole thing was just a game to him and he was just playing a game. Right. You know, and he, every- he was wanting to show everybody who was watching how good he is at playing the game. And so he's proud of himself. I loved where one of them said, um, 
I think it was Soledad said to both of the guys, Chucky and um, Carlos, she said, uh, what if your kids were watching this? Are they going to be proud of their dads? I think what it was, you're doing here today. It was probably the sheriff or her or one of them. I don't, uh-huh. I think it, it, it doesn't matter. Right. Cause they're right. right you know, mm-hmm. and for him, it, Carlos didn't care whether or not he was right or wrong. He just wanted respect. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I like, you know, I, I thought as Rose was going through her <laughs> thing and we saw Rose explode a couple of times. Yeah. Right. Twice. She was but, embarrassed by that. But you notice even in the show and she collected herself and yeah. that's the difference. Between she kept herself her. from crossing the line. Yeah, she got so close a couple of yep. times. Yep. And, and look, she hollered and stomped around and literally showed her ass. Right. You know, <laughs> but what? that she collected herself and she was able to do that, removed yeah. herself and went in her bed. Right. Yeah. So you saw Trinity and they said Trinity never lost her cool. Right. She was continuously calm and all. Yeah. I mean, that's great. You know, you think yeah. about the coolest person of the group, and there was no doubt she was the one. The cool you know? cucumber. She yeah. was, yeah, she was just the best. So. Chilling. Even when yep. she was breaking up the fights, the physical fights, when she was on the phone, she just kind of stepped in, and took care of it, and stepped out. Yeah. <laughs> Back to business. They did this show again. Would you want other inmates in there versus regular people, or would you want like a mix of the two? I think the former inmates, particularly the women, were good choices. And I think they just need to screen more closely the history, what kind of person it is you're choosing who was an inmate. I think getting these former gang people is the wrong the wrong type of person. I think it's tough. You there. see, and, you know, I was kind of critical of Tim, and I was waiting for him to come out to kind of, yeah, I don't know, pound Give on him. Give him the business, yeah. Yeah, but when you saw him, you saw yeah. that he was a frail old fella. Right. Right. He's us <laughs> in yeah, just a couple years. <laughs> well, yeah, well, he wasn't too far removed from where we are. I could see where I, I kind of felt sorry for the old guy. Yeah, because I said to you, you know, it's like you get to be this age and you're like, well, I, I think I can do this. I want to be able to do this, but my body's going, no way are you doing this. And you just really, you can't hack it. Yeah, it's not. You saw the guys. And when the guys saw what the women were dealing with in quarantine, they, they went, were oh. shocked. Well, so look at the difference. They they were complaining because they were locked down, had walls around them, and they couldn't communicate with everybody. But the ladies were at a point where they were literally in cages. They wanted to be separated. Yes. And they couldn't. Almost, you almost go, couldn't there be a middle ground? Uh-huh. What would you rather have? In that situation, which would you, would you rather have had the, the men's situation or the female situation? The room or the cage? <sighs> Hard to say. I mean. I guess it depends on who your roommate is. Yeah, probably. There's no doubt I'd want the room. Unless, I don't know, unless the guy was with Tim and he was real gassy. <laughs> I thought about that. I'm like, man, who is this dude with him in the room going <laughs> You know what? I would have beat the crap out of him every time he did that. I said, <laughs> it would be a trained reaction. It'd be somehow, you know what? You're going to hold that thing in. It's like being in the room with Lily at night. Yeah, that's what I mean. He's <laughs> stinking us right out of our sleep. You get mad. Start gagging in the toilet. 
So we didn't find out anything else more about anyone other than when we talked about it last time, they said Nick is facing a decade in jail. Yeah, that's a lot. So, what was it that he did exactly? I for, I don't remember. I'm sure he was Some kind of assault somebody, or something? And I would assume. Well, I thought this, these two episodes were really good. Yeah, I, I'm kind of, I think it played well that they did them both in, in order. It yeah. Was, it was kind of good to have it over with. I don't think any one of them were any more interesting than the other and I think you needed, I think you needed to get it over with. Mm-hmm. I was surprised that both episodes were available together, but glad to see the end of it right then. A and E, I think in that time slot they're doing that like um, interrogation show, is what they're wow. doing, I believe. Okay. So those are always good. And you know, I always tell them they gotta look. You gotta just ask for a lawyer, and then you're never gonna be on TV. <laughs> right. You don't ever have to worry about it. Ask for a lawyer. Love during lockup. They're calling this season four, episode, I think it's 24. But this is really episode two. They've got to get this straight. I'm telling you, the We Network, We TV, is the worst. Yeah, it's terrible because my TV Time app was telling me one numbering system, but what was on the actual TV was another numbering system, and I was trying to match the names, and it was just so messed up. I couldn't figure out where I was at. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. And then I, it seems like they sprung this on us on Thursday instead of Friday. They did. I was very confused, but I saw it pop up in my TV time app that today was the day to watch it. And I was so confused. I'm going, isn't this a Friday show? And same thing with 60 Days In. I was really confused. Well, that's normally a Thursday show. But yeah. then they did two of them. So our, right. whole, our whole system is it's off. It's messed up. What did we get? We got a new guy this time. Mark is in and Sinair uh Sinair A. I don't yeah, know if you saw know. her name. It's got That's a dash weird. in it. More weird than her name is Mark. Mark's <laughs> a weird guy. Yes, very. Yeah, I don't even know. You talk about socially awkward, and he is the poster child. Yeah, it was when he started talking to her that I realized he's really creepy. Yeah, I just just ugh, in a, a he, feel dirty kind of way. Is he more of a, I don't know, an example of what kids nowadays are a part of where they don't have real conversations not. with people? I don't know. That everything is texts and messages. And so when it comes to having actual conversations that they're lost, if is that's this possible? Case, this is horrible. This is what we've come down to. It's terrible. Yeah. You get more socially awkward people because they live their life behind a phone. Maybe that's why they all just jump into bed on the first date because they're trying to skip the interaction part. I can't talk to each other. Right. Right. Let's just do it. (laughs) How about his friend? So I thought it was creepy that the friend was there during the call. Yes. until, Until the call started. And I went, this can't happen without the friend there. Yeah, he was coaching him. So it's like he didn't know how to use his phone? Because he was still on speakerphone. Hey, you're still on speakerphone. Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. It was a weird friendship, and just the whole thing was weird. And how did she not hear the dude telling him what to say? I was like, and he was like congratulating him. Oh, you're doing a good job. Put well, me on. Put it on mute so I can tell you how you're doing. <laughs> I'm like, what the heck? <laughs> so bizarre. I think 
if she has found out how much he makes, I mean, I'm not trying to shortchange her ability to have a real relationship, but if she found out he makes 600000 a year, mm-hmm. I am going to assume... She's probably going to get over a lot of his lack of sociability. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm yeah. thinking I'd probably... There's a chance I'd have a relationship with this guy. <laughs> Gross. Well, we wouldn't have to do anything. You know yeah. I mean? but yeah. You could just talk a good game. Yeah, and he could put money on my books. I think that'd oh, yeah. be all right. That's fun. I mean, that's he's, I guess, quite a catch. So I don't know. He's weird. Yeah, he's, he's a bit hard. I mean, well, we've dealt with the weird people before in the show. He seems like someone who should just fly to Ukraine and pay for a wife. It should be. <laughs> that would probably. He should go to Ukraine, get a panel of women, yeah. funnel them through. Yeah. Pick one of them. I'll take that it. one. Here's yeah, your be, here's your money. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. I'll take well, this one. But I think you're right. So I mean, look, Mark deserves to be in a relationship, right? There's mm-hmm. no reason. You think about so many people who don't, and it's and so. However, he gets there. I guess is, I guess is all right. But he's on his. He says he's talked with six different inmates, or yeah. at least conversed with six different inmates. Just don't. Ever call my daughter. <laughs> we have a problem. <laughs> yes, this would probably be right. <laughs> I will I will hurt you. <laughs> I thought the creepiest, the creepiest couple for me is this Melissa and Louie. This Melissa going to his his Where he grew up? Yes. Yeah, that was weird. You know, like this is producer induced. Yeah, that was just like there's odd. no story to have. So they're taking her around town and look, they're across the street from the high school because, you know, they're not allowed on school grounds. So, right. Just stay- how would you like the conversation with mom? Yeah, that was a bit odd. All of that's odd. You know, this and I think weird for her, this is a little a tidbit. So if let's pretend you had a somebody that you knew in high school right and mm-hmm. you said well i was a freshman and he was a junior isn't aren't those odd time periods to use wouldn't you use i he was a senior and i was a sophomore uh-huh wouldn't wouldn't be that where you would go the last time you would have interacted this uh-huh. tells me that his junior year was probably his last year when he got arrested or something. Whatever. Yeah. But you would say that. You'd say he was a senior mm-hmm. and I was a sophomore. Right. That's where you'd go. Unless you were talking about when you met. Yeah, but they didn't know each other. You can tell right. that the two of them had nothing to do with each other. They didn't know each other at all. Mm-hmm. Period. She probably knew him. He was in the cool upperclassman. All these couples are just bizarre this time. Yeah, I mean, they are. It's what they do. This whole thing just reeks of stalking. Yeah. Know? Yeah. It's there's, there's no legitimate relationships in any of these couples. It's just like watching train wrecks. Yeah. I mean, it's tough. We get the nurse. And so for me, I mean, we know this is a mistake. You're going, you're dealing oh, with I somebody. love the daughter. Yeah, she seemed very mature. Yes. Legitimately mature and homeschooled. Woohoo. Well, I think at this point, homeschooled has got a different meaning than it probably did seven or eight years ago. COVID has changed a well, lot. Well, she said you're homeschooled. You can, we can move in the middle of the year and you can homeschool anywhere. 
that wouldn't be the case if you were doing public school at home. So she's legitimately homeschooled. Yeah, but we I don't we don't imagine she's homeschooling her because she's got a full time job. Well, that's what she said. I, I'm assuming she said all the things that would indicate she was a legitimate homeschooled kid. Yeah, and she, and she said she was graduating in August, which only happens if you're homeschooled. They graduate yeah. whenever, mm-hmm. whenever they finish the work. Yeah, that's possible. Nobody graduates in August in public school. Yeah, but we know. Look, if you're getting out. Recidivism is something you talk about in all of these things. And and more often than not, what did what do all these people need when in order not to slip into the same thing over and over again? If you have a choice of going back to the home where you got you arrested. You should start from, fresh somewhere else. Yes. Around so new people. The mistake is that she's going, going there. there. Yeah. And that's kind of what the daughter was saying. She's why doesn't he come mom. here? Mm-hmm. Right. It's just not good. I also noticed this is just question though. Is he allowed to leave the state? Because if you're released for any oh. kind of probation, you got to stay local. So that's here. Could we come? But to she my point. said he was getting out and was done. So what does that tell you? He's been in a long time. Probably. And, and served his whole sentence. So what makes you serve your whole sentence? You're a problem in jail. Yes. So that's that's where I was headed. You're not getting out early for good behavior. I was trying to go there. I couldn't get a word in because you were headed in the right direction. Right. I, was, I was just going there first. My note was note that he's serving his full time. I noticed that too. And so that's something. Maybe he's got, you know, his third strike or something. Mm-hmm. He's like a he's like no, a Jeffrey. No early release. Yeah, no credit for time served. It right. He's probably, I, I don't remember their age, but I'm assuming if she's got a 17-year-old, right, she's mid-30s to uh-huh. 40 is probably where she, and he's probably around the same. Mm-hmm. So he's, you know, 20-year criminal of some kind. Wow. She throws the word MILF around, so... That if you refer to yourself as that, and that's just creepy. I had to just, Gross. sadly, I had to, tell you what that means yeah i'm sorry it's really bad that's too bad disgusting chelsea and mikey chelsea is the one who she's the the deaf lady Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and they were i guess her and her friend or she's hotel hotel cleaning people but they said something about him not being able to talk because he's had a bunch of strokes yeah, a bunch of mini strokes. That? I don't. And know. the other girl said that that's not real. They were making this up. She needs to get get away from him. Find somebody else. She said. The whole Justine and Michael—they're the ones that are going to get married secretly in prison. I guess that was the title of the episode, wasn't that? Mm-hmm. It, it was secret. They're all train wedding. wrecks. Every one yeah. of them is a train wreck. Would you think about uh, what's her name finding out that Hottie Hi. had her and? Boston engaged at the same time. I wish for us we wouldn't have known. I wish that that we found out when she did. Yeah, I would. I would yeah. have liked to have been surprised because mm-hmm. it would have been like me A running shocker. into. Yeah, I would have run into the other room. Oh my gosh, mm-hmm. did you see? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I cannot believe that. But of course, they had you, they had to hook you to the next episode. That little teaser last time. If you're watching, you're watching, aren't you? Right. So, yeah, I hate it for, when the previews give away the best part of the episode. For me, all I saw was that big soundboard. 
And I went, wow, it's a lot of controls. What could you <laughs> need to control? All I thought about is, you know, she breaking stuff. I would not want her knowing that information in my studio. <laughs> I could just see her tearing stuff apart. Right. That would just be a bad idea. You know, she's trying on wedding dresses. And mm-hmm. you notice that um, I thought you- for her, the big difference between like her, they showed her board. Like her all her, board. Uh-huh. her inmate board. And yeah. I just thinking, you know, it looks like an episode of First 48 or something like that. Yeah, her that dad said she should work for the FBI. That you know, great. it was different. You know, Mark's got a big spreadsheet that he uses, but mm-hmm. Ty's got a little more crude on her part. It's a cork mm-hmm. board and some pins. Oh, you need mm-hmm. are some strings and some GPS coordinates. <laughs> and you're, you're triangulating a homicide somewhere. Yeah, yeah. But all these friends, you see them, they're all, most of them we get are, this is a bad idea. I couldn't help as I, we made it like to the second couple. I think, you know what? You and I would make great, it's a bad idea, friends. Yes, we would. I think we could find a bad idea in just about anything that anybody does. (laughs) Oh, that's a bad idea. I guess we are a little cynical. That's not a good idea. I mean, we can find, we probably would look for a reason not to do something when it comes to personal behavior. You know, yeah. probably not a good idea to drive on the roads today. Right. Probably better just to stay home. Something <laughs> bad could happen. <laughs> so I'm thinking we're probably, we would be good if you're thinking of doing something, like you're having a decision to make. Mm-hmm. If you think, you know what, I probably need somebody to talk me out of this. Yeah. Like you combining should, your finances with someone you're not married to. Not right. a good idea. You should email coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. We can talk you out of just about anything. <laughs> <laughs> and completely convince you. Yeah. I think we'd probably be pretty good at that. <laughs> Don't you? I mean, yes, absolutely. I'm thinking. Absolutely. I could find the negative in just about anything. And we're really good at tag teaming on that too. Yes, we're probably good. (laughs) There's not a, somebody will give you the goods and the bads. We'll probably both give you everything that could go wrong. This is all the stuff that could go wrong. And even if all of it doesn't go wrong, maybe just one of these things could foil the whole process. So maybe you should just not do it. Err on the side of caution at all yeah, times. Yeah, I mean, that's it. I mean, Ty is a mess. I mean, there's she just is no, a mess. there's no way around it. Do you think she's real? I don't even feel bad for her because she's doing the same thing to them. And so it's, it's not real. I mean, for there her. Can't be a, there can't be a person like this that plays both sides and pretends to be a victim in it all. Is it that she needs, if it's real. Is it just drama that she needs? Maybe. Or attention. I think she needs a lot of attention is what it is. Well, that'd be a lot. Could you imagine her being your wife and trying to satisfy her her endless need for attention? Yeah, it'd be It'd It'd be be a full-time job. Yeah, you just couldn't do it. (laughs) Right. And I wouldn't let her have, like, alone time on the phone. (laughs) This is just not happening. Got an inmate on the side. Excuse me, I need to step outside. Like, no, let's have this on speakerphone together. This is where Mark's friend is who you need. Yes. You need to have somebody like that because, uh, 
you, you, I need somebody involved in everything that you're doing. Because right. I don't think you being alone on the phone is a good idea. <clears throat> She's a hot mess, though. But it's fun to talk about. Uh, what did you think of her having a, a little self-pitying meltdown about the size of her arms in the dress? I'm like, girl, this is the least of your problems. Are you for real? <laughs> And ain't nobody going to change that but you. So stop your crying. And, you know, I mean, Ouch. is this the worst of your problems? I mean, no, you got how many inmates going? You know, I mean, she's got far bigger emotional issues. That That's just what she targets. She has bigger issues. And so maybe she just manifests itself on what her arms look like. I, I don't know. She just is a mess. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if she and at no point is she worried about the things she should be worried about, but then she's going to cry about that. Mm. Well, I think so misplaced. Yeah, I don't think it was really that. Be fun. It was fun to watch. It's still a good watch, and we keep watching. And we, I don't regret ultimate trash. Yeah, I get it. I try to think: Are there any real possible relationships? No, this one is. This particular cast is just. Unreal. Well, I think they all are, really, aren't they? To some degree, but I mean, there's no hope for any of these people. I mean, we've I mean, seen some of them. None of these are real relationships. I think of the recent ones, we think like Sean yes. and Sarah are right. the, the ones that could possibly make it. Yes, but this cast, they're doomed from the start. There's no Sean I mean, and Sarah's in no, it. No, no. We haven't all. met the guy. We haven't met, I'd say the guys, but we haven't met all the inmates yet, so... But it doesn't look hopeful. Initially, I thought maybe the deaf girl would be the one. But Chelsea. now that I've seen some more of her, she's she's probably, if she wasn't deaf, I think she'd be just as wild as they come. She may be already. I mean, it doesn't. Right. Just, so, I mean, she's just wild abandoned. Yeah. Like, I don't think she has any rules. And, you know, as, as tough as she probably gets it, and you talked about her being in abusive relationships, I would imagine there's a certain set of she probably gets away with a bit more in certain situations because of that. And maybe uh-huh. even as a teenager, right. you know, because she had that issue, maybe rules weren't so tight with her. Perhaps. So, yeah. That's so probably enough of that for this week. So stick around. We have a full weekend of stuff coming up. Reality Roundup is always big. We may decide to put this out separately. Who knows? To leave Sister Wives for itself. That's, the I think, the big show of the week. That's the one we have the most fun with. So for sure. always get deeper into that. Yeah, so. a lot of relationship stuff there. Thank you for listening. You can listen to additional episodes by subscribing to our Coupled with Chaos channel on Apple, by subscribing to our Patreon, or by subscribing to our Supercast for $3.99 a month, where you can hear us talk about reality shows, real life, and more on our podcasts, covering shows airing on TLC, A&E, Bravo, and the WE Network. Just follow the instructions in the show notes, tell your friends about this podcast, and rate and review us on your favorite podcast player. Follow us at Coupled with Chaos on all the socials or contact us directly by email at coupledwithchaos at gmail.com. 